baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Attention terrorists, hold on. Here's Tara's Daily Rant. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. All right, so this, and I'm sure you've seen it, horrific video um, of Memphis police brutally beating Tyree Nichols. Yeah. It's shocking. It's shocking in, in, in how long it's sustained. I mean, that it goes on and on. That it's, um, I, I mean, I don't know what they were thinking. I was, my hu- husband and I were watching it. And we were just like, wow. Um, and, and so, of course, the, the media has been consumed by this. Here's the thing, okay, that, that I, I think, th- this is just, just the takeaway on this. By me. If I was a foreigner over here in America, mm-hmm. I'd be really confused by this. This part of our culture, because let's see, um, it's it, it is being you know put forward as is proof that America is this you know horrifically racist culture and it's terrible and people are dying right and left. Um, and see oh, here, look here's another example of oppression. And I'm like, well, it's terrible that it, absolutely terrible that it happened. But they were immediately condemned by the police chief, immediately charged, immediately indicted, charged, arraigned. Jailed, vilified. Justice has been very swift here. To me, this is a sign that we actually have a just society. That this is the kind of thing that if you do this, I mean, it's going to be swift. It's not to me a sign that we're, you know, we're living through horrific. Um, times of oppression. That's not what oppression looks. Oppression is when you are victimized and you can't get justice. And and I just want to put this in perspective because the media loves to do this. They'll take one story and run with it. The last available numbers from the Washington Post FBI shooting dashboard. How many people a year were shot the last year available in America unarmed by police? Now, many of them were resisting arrest yeah. um, and all of that. They're not just randomly shot. How, how, many, how many is that a year? 21. The majority were what color? White. White? Yeah, white. There were 11. 11 were white. Hmm. So this happens more to white people numerically than black people? Yeah, slightly. That's pretty consistent from year to year. Okay, that is not an epidemic. Although the media would love to have you think that. There is swift justice when it does happen in our society and universal condemnation, which is why I think the numbers go down every year, or they did. They did go down every year. Why don't we have them anymore? The Washington Post did an article explaining that the FBI stopped turning them over two years ago. Why was that? 
Well, they were so low, you can't keep a good narrative going, and we're never going to get a federal takeover of these police departments if they don't kill more people. So they stopped turning the information over. They got into a brawl with the Washington Post. You know, I've loved to use that dashboard for years because you can go in and you can just look up the raw FBI numbers. So to give you some idea, for the last year, these stats are available. 21 unarmed people killed by police, almost all of them resisting in some way. More of them white than black. How many people died of lightning strikes last year? 18. And the last number we have for police shootings of unarmed people was 21? Okay. So you're looking at um, about the same odds you're going to get fatally struck struck with lightning. In fact, the number was dead on, if you remember, Lee, the number of people who die with a champagne cork. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. taking the champagne. You got to watch the champagne corks. You take them off, they hit you in the eye, bam, right in the brain. It'll kill you. So, you know, you need to aim that like a gun in a safe direction if you're opening a champagne bottle. But we don't spend any time on that. I mean, we could save those lives. My point being here, I, I just, it's horrific what happened to him. Absolutely horrific. But what is good is the swift outrage, yeah. universal, over it, and the absolute, bam, you do this as an officer. You, you're, I mean, you are going to be almost immediately arrested. That was not the case in this country decades ago. That wasn't even the case in this country back 15, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. When I can remember in Charlotte, people being shot, black and white, in the back. And it was routine that police would never, I mean, police weren't charged for that. So I don't know about you, Lee. I don't know what you thought watching this. But to me, I'm like, now I don't see this as an example of racial oppression. I see the opposite. Now, I think you're making an excellent point there, and that's something that's not brought out here, that, you know, other than those who are calling for vigilante justice, and I have heard some of those comments from some of the protesters saying, you know, hey, we've got the video evidence. What are we waiting for? Well, we're waiting for justice to be served. This is what justice looks like in a democracy. You have evidence presented. You have arrests that are made, charges that are filed. Bond or bail is determined, and the, it proceeds. There is a court case. That is how justice works in a representative republic, not a democracy. And that's the way it works. And uh, quite honestly, and, I, and I, you sort of touched on this too, one of the other common things that we see time after time in these situations the individuals involved that were the on the receiving end of, of this violence are resisting arrest and are not complying with officers' orders. And as horrific as these circumstances are, particularly when there are deaths or, you know, permanent damage involved, I, I'm having a hard time believing that this could not have been avoided if simply the individuals, the suspects, the subjects had not simply complied with the officers Put your hands behind your back, stop fighting, and we're going to handcuff you, and, and we'll take care of this. And again, Lee, I think that's why the FBI stopped handing the data over. It got so low that if you went through that database, you're like, oh, there isn't an epidemic of police shootings. And when people do get shot, they're more likely to be black than white. Uh, I think that's why they're not trying. And, the, and they had a big to-do with the Washington Post. The Washington Post wanted the data. The FBI was like, no, nah, we think we'll skip it. Never mind. And I think that's why. Meanwhile, um, you know, you want to talk about injustice that's affecting black people, white people, all people. You want to talk about, we're now obsessed 
over this situation um, as a country with Tyree Nichols that, as horrific as it is, is, is being justly dealt with. Not a lot of comforts to the parents, I understand that, but justly dealt with in our society. Meanwhile, UK Daily Mail, where we go to find out what's actually going on in this country. You want to talk about injustice with no justice dealt? With dead bodies, black bodies, white bodies, Hispanic bodies? Okay, let's do that. Fentanyl's deadly grip on America. Did you see this? 1,500 people a week are dying. 1,500 a week. As the commentator in here pointed out, that is like uh, more than one nine eleven a month. A month. Mm-hmm. And it is so bad that U.S. De- uh, fentanyl deaths have gone from just 2,200 um, in 2011. We're looking at at least 78,000 last year. This is, a- this is absolute outright murder and poisoning. And when you look... This is what's really fascinating, what they did. Um, They compared U.S. life expectancy, which has been lowered by fentanyl, Mm -hmm. to life expectancy in the U.K., where they don't have the open border with the cartels that our president welcomes in. And so they don't have the flow of fentanyl. U.S. life expectancy in the U.K. uh, is now 82. um, And in America, it has plunged from 79 to 76 and so on average, and, and it's literally two years on average taken off the U.S. life expectancy because of all the fentanyl deaths. We're talking, Lee, on track to have a million fentanyl deaths in America in a decade. And so much of that is, is open border. Documented to be mm-hmm. the southern U.S. border, yeah. just like Sheriff Hobart Lewis said on your program earlier last week, that this is, a lo- this is the result of that, uh, you know, porous border policy, the lack of enforcement, and much of the ingredients for manufacturing this coming from China. And this is absolute mass murder from China and, and the Mexican cartels. Yeah. Yes, it does affect drug you know drug users who might overdose on something anyway, but a lot of people affected or not. I mean, it's so bad that, I mean, the, our sheriff said, look, our school resources officers right here in Greenville have to carry Narcan now yeah. because of fentanyl. So they'll be there for the overdoses in the hallway. And it's, listen to this, middle school and elementary school officers are carrying them. And we have had people right here, we've had 138 people in Greenville in 2022 have died this way. And, you know, he said many of them are drug users. Some of them were not. And that they're beginning to find, Hobart Lewis said, they're beginning to find fentanyl and marijuana. Well, half of high school students on average will try marijuana before they graduate. So we're going to say, oh, they're just drug users. You mean like your class was when when it graduated? Do they deserve to die? Well, no, we all tried marijuana. Well, okay. Then we don't deserve that. And this is mass murder, and we're told to just turn our eyes because the right people are doing it. And who are the right people? Well, the people bringing the Democrats, their voters, over, you know, this is the uh, the, the largest voter smuggling operation in human history. And if the if the fentanyl comes in beside them, we can't speak of it, and we just have to let 1,500 people a week die while we pretend that the true injustice in this country has to do with the police. Our country's just nuts, man. They're nuts. We're nuts. We're crazy. This is a 9-11 every month. Terrorists want it. Hear the Terror Show weekday mornings on 106.3 WORD and the Odyssey app.